0: Good morning, morning. morning. and welcome to Edgeboro Moravian Church, where we are a community dedicated to loving God, growing in Christ, and sharing the Holy Spirit with those around us. Uh, There are many different things going on in the life of this community, so please take your bulletins, uh, look at the announcements, look at them at your own time, take them home with you. Uh, I will highlight a, a bunch right now, and then would open up to anybody else who has any other announcements to add. Uh, first, candle makers, you are needed this week, uh, so if you're interested in helping out uh, any time in the mornings or early afternoons this week, please speak to Bill Burkhart. You start on Tuesday, correct? Tuesday,
1: Wednesday,
0: Thursday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, if you ordered sugar cakes, they are downstairs, uh, either in the kitchen or in the freezer. Uh, if you did not order any but you would like some, there are a few extras available for purchase. They are $6 each. Yes? Right around the corner from the kitchen, so in the Fellowship Hall. So look for them in the Fellowship Hall. Don't walk past them into the kitchen. They're in the Fellowship Hall. Follow the smell. It might still be there. Uh, The Halloween open house is this Friday. Uh, Please sign up to help uh, as volunteers are still needed during the event uh, and uh, as well as before the event and afterwards for setup and cleanup. Uh, There will be some setup time on Wednesday evening. As well. Uh, see your bulletin insert for more information. You can sign up uh, on, the, uh, uh, on the easel on the back or online. If you look at the e blast, there is a link to sign up online as well. The following day on Saturday, there's a spaghetti dinner from 4 until 7 o'clock to help support Shannon Swingle and her upcoming mission trip to uh, the Moravian Preschool in Nepal. She is leaving on December 28th, but uh, this fundraising event, there are no tickets required for this spaghetti dinner. A free will offering will be collected, so that is uh, this coming Saturday, a week from now, from 4 until 7 here at the church. Now moving on to the week after, uh, our, our next Pick Up and Play event for all Moravian praise musicians and singers will be on Friday, November 1st at Palmer Moravian Church. Dinner is provided, so bring your own instrument, uh, be ready to sing if you come, or just come and listen, all are welcome. Uh, we eat first and then play after. The day after that, this being Saturday, November 2nd, there are two events taking place. Uh, The first is moss collecting for our puts. You can meet here on that Saturday at 8.30 uh, to travel up to our secret moss collecting area in the Poconos. Uh, Lunch will be provided, uh, a a small uh, perhaps, snack or or picnic lunch will be provided, and uh, you'll be back by the early afternoon. Then from uh, 10 a.m. till 3 p.m. on that day at Central Moravian Church, the Bethel Marriott Moravians Ministry Committee uh, is hosting a new uh, Moravian history event for all ages. This program will be led by Marie Coates, the Eastern District Christian Education Director. Uh, She will be using an adapted program that she's used at the Confirmation Retreat at Camp Hope, which a couple of us were there for. It is really good. Uh, She is adapting it for all ages to be done at Central Moravian Church. So if you would like to attend, the cost is $5, and lunch is included with that. You can contact Central Moravian by this Friday if you'd like to attend the following Saturday, because this is November 2nd. So there are a lot of announcements, I realize, many of which are in your bulletins, which is why I encourage you to please take them home, but at this time, are there any other announcements to, to add, or perhaps change what I've already said? Uh, yes, first yeah. of
1: all, I want to welcome everybody, but in particular, Jenny Minnick, and could you please make sure I get a list of the Sunday school kids and what classes they're in, because the only time I think about it is when I'm actually looking at
0: So not often we have a particular announcement meant for one person, <laughs> but there it is. <laughs> yes, Val. Mine for
1: everybody. Uh-
2: <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Thank you, Val. Anything else at this time? Marsha. Thank you, Marsha. So for those that would like to help with mints, please see Marsha. Sign up uh, as soon as you can. Uh, Mint making will begin on the first Sunday of November and then go until, I believe, that Thursday of that week. So uh, much help is needed in packing and making mints and things like that. So please see Marsha. Thank you. Anything else at this time? So one last sort of announcement, maybe more of an update uh, before we move on in worship. Uh, About a a month and a half, almost two months ago now, uh, back in September, our Joyful Noise offering was to our uh, seminary student, international seminary student and friend Paul Sawamba, uh, as a sort of a, a welcome back to school gift to use at his discretion. Well, one of his goals while he has been here, uh, Paul loves to travel. He's traveled to Texas and North Carolina and New York. And one of his goals before he left was to see the Pacific Ocean. So uh, he recently, over his fall break, uh, used that gift to travel to California with a few millers. Not me, but other millers, uh, even though I would have liked to go. But no, that's okay. Um, He would like to share a bit of his trip with you all. So with that, Paul, if you would play the video, there are a few pictures that he would like to show everyone. So Paul wanted to say maybe a word or two about his trip and a word of thanks. So Paul, if you would, this is for you.
1: Also be very
0: educated thank you for my ministry back Thank you very much.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you. And God bless you.
0: Thank you, Paul. And one of the things that uh, one of the things that Paul wanted me to mention as well is that even though your 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 goal was to see the Pacific Ocean, which you did. There were no pictures of it up here. <laughs> there were no ocean pictures here. I think there are some floating around somewhere on somebody's phone. But anyway, you know, so hopefully you get a chance to get those pictures to you. But, but thank you very much for sharing that with us, Paul. And, uh, and we we're very glad you enjoyed your trip as well. So absolutely. As we kind of transition and scroll this up and turn the projector off, I would invite you to, to ready your hearts for worship. Uh, we will begin with our, in our bulletin with our uh, daily text, watchword for the Week, those words that will guide us through the week, our unison prayer, and then we'll transition into our liturgy, which is uh, a bulletin insert as well.
2: Good morning. morning. Our daily text, weekly watchword proclaim the message, be persistent, whether the time is favorable or unfavorable, convince, rebuke, and encourage with the utmost patience in teaching. And let us respond together. Almighty God, in our lives, we come across times when our faith is fragile and we feel distant from you. Fill us with your strength and patience, and help us to encourage one another in love as we seek to do your will together. Amen. And can we share together an enduring faith, the liturgy found in the uh, tan folder in your bulletin? And please read responsively. Behold a great multitude, which no one can number, out of every nation and of all tribes and peoples and tongues, standing before the throne and before the Lamb with palm branches in their hands. And they cried out with a loud voice, saying, Salvation belongs to our God, who is seated on the throne and to the Lamb. Now faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the conviction of things not seen. By By faith faith, Abel offered God a more acceptable sacrifice. By faith Abraham obeyed. By faith Moses led the Israelites
1: to the Promised Land. By faith kings, prophets, and martyrs faced hardship for the glory of God.
2: Therefore, since we are surrounded by so great a crowd of witnesses, let us also lay aside every weight and the sin that clings so closely and let us run with perseverance the race that is set before us. Looking, Looking to, Jesus to Jesus as a an pioneer and perfecter of faith, who for the, sake of the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, disregarding his shame, and has taken his seat at the right hand of the throne of God. We too are children of God, who long to be held by led by the Holy Spirit, knowing that the way leads through a wilderness of doubt and rejection.
1: We two are servants of the great high priest, Jesus Christ, who calls us to carry the cross which the world reflects, but now needs to eternal life.
2: We joined the Apostle Paul in saying. We also boast in our sufferings knowing that suffering produces endurance and endurance produces character and character produces hope and hope does not disappoint us
1: because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit that has been given to us.
2: Suffering is not evil nor should we expect God to remove it from our lives. Through suffering we join Christ in discovering a deeper knowledge of ourselves and of God. Without suffering, there is nothing to strengthen our endurance. Without endurance, we will not know what our faith is capable of. Without faith, there is no hope in divine ministry, mystery. Without hope, there is no meaning to life. God, fill our hearts with hope. Give us courage. Face the challenges knowing that we with us and empower us to live fully. To discover through its embrace and our by your love. We hear the words of Jesus when he said, you, you will be hated by all because of my name. But not the hair of the endurance. We have no control over the trials and tribulations of life. We can only make choices in response to them. Lord Jesus Christ, give, give us the wisdom, us wisdom to respond, respond in ways that express our presence. Give, give us, us peace that we may not be overwhelmed by life. Give, give us confidence that nothing in this world can separate us from your love. In the parable of the sower, Jesus explains... As for this seed that falls in good soil, these are the ones who it earth, hold it fast in and honest and good heart, and bear fruit with patience and endurance. We have heard the word of God; it is the seed of faith that is planted in our hearts. Lord, we pray that your word will have its way with us, calling us to accountability inviting us to rest in the future you have for us, trusting with patience and our lives will bear holy fruit. Let us commit ourselves to the words of the Apostle Paul. We are put no obstacle in anyone's way, so that no fault may be found with our ministry. hardships, and calamities. We pray that our words and actions will not cause any of Christ's little ones to lose faith. Lord, Lord Jesus, Jesus, it is our goal that our life might be an example, rather than an obstacle for others, that our endurance, suffering and challenge, does not negate your existence, that our words encourage others to embrace ceasing to live a life of faithfulness. May we be empowered by the promise of Scripture. We need that you the will of God, All-knowing God, your love is known in Jesus' on the cross. Strengthen our endurance so that we might begin to live in your kingdom in our present life. Keep our hearts focused on the joy of faith in the face of hardship, never giving up on the hope that is before us. Amen.
0: This time I want to invite our children forward for our children's message. So come on down right up front here in this pew reserved just for you. I think we'll all fit just fine. So take a seat wherever you fit. Yep, come on this way. Right. Well, good morning. How are you all this morning? Good. I hope you're doing better than I am. As you can kind of tell, I sound a little sick and I am a little sick. So we're hanging in there, but I won't spread it to you. I'll spread my love and everything to you, but I won't spread that. So anyway, so question for you. When someone sings a song or they're on stage or uh, maybe you're watching a, a sporting event or a show or something like that, and people really like what just happened, what do they do? What do, what do people do when a crowd likes what happens? They cheer, they clap, yeah, and applause, right? So that's to let the other person know who's ever they're clapping for. That's to let them know that what they're doing is appreciated, that who they are is appreciated, that they support what it is that they're doing and who they are. So I want to let you know that there are a lot of people here that support who you are and what you do and will do in the future. So what I would like to do, just as a small reminder of that, I need you all to stand up and turn around, face everybody else. And on the count of three congregation, I want you to express your love and support for them with a round of applause, and cheer in. Okay, don't even wait for three, that's how great they are. We could be here all day, they cheer for you. Okay, so take a seat, take a seat. I know we don't often stand up in front of people and look out, so maybe that was a little scary at first, but thank you for doing that. They could have applauded much longer than that, and you could hear they didn't even wait for the count of three, they just did it anyway. That's how much they love and support you. There are a lot of people here who love you very much, not just your family, but people who watch, have watched you grow up in church, and maybe it's your Sunday school teachers or other people that you know here. Uh, and so whatever you do that's good at home or at school or here at church, uh, there are people there that are going to love you and support you in all that you do, okay? So always remember that, because we're going to read a Bible passage that's just about that. One man is writing to another younger man, expressing his encouragement and support for him in his faith and love for Jesus, just like we need that from our congregation and church family today. So will you pray with me? Let's pray, and let's thank God for all the people that support us. Loving God, we give you thanks for friends, for family, for loved ones, and for church family uh, who love us, encourage us, support us, and guide us along the way. Uh, as, As good moments come and as bad moments come in our life, may we always remember that there are people behind us to support us along the way. And we thank you for that. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you so much for coming up and standing up and being brave and all that stuff. You can go back to your seats now where it's a little more comfortable, but good to see you all.
2: Our scripture lesson for today comes from Paul's second letter to Timothy, chapter 3, starting with verse 14. And that's found on your regular print Bible on page 213, large print on 307. Paul's second letter to Timothy. But as for you, continue in what you have learned and firmly believed, knowing from whom you learned it, and how from childhood you have known the sacred writings that are able to instruct you for salvation through faith, in Jesus Christ. All scripture is inspired by God and is useful for teaching, for reproof, for correction, and for training in righteousness, so that everyone who belongs to God may be proficient, equipped for every good work. In the presence of God and of Jesus Christ, whom is the judge of the living and the dead, and in view of his appearing and his kingdom, I solemnly urge you, proclaim the message. Be persistent whether the time is favorable or unfavorable. Convince, rebuke, and encourage with the utmost patience in teaching. For the time is coming when people will not put up with sound doctrine, but having itching ears, they will accumulate for themselves teachers who suit their own desires, and will turn away from listening to the truth and wander away to myths. As for you, always be sober, endure suffering, do the work of an evangelist, and carry out your ministry fully. Here ends the reading of this holy word.
0: So for the last eight years, those in and around Bethlehem have known this third weekend in October to be Marathon Weekend, when Runner's World and many others come in the town and change downtown Bethlehem into a race course. Now, when I first moved here in 2013, this was completely foreign to me. Because growing up in Wisconsin, I had never seen the town in which I live host a race like this. And now, even more recently, I guess they have. But in any case, to add to that, I've never been a runner. I'm still not a runner by any means. I had no track or cross country experience in high school. I've never entered a race before, and I hate running just to run. I respect those that do, but I have to be doing something else in a sport in order to run. So... With all this and not being experienced with a, with a run to this magnitude, I was glued to my window of my seminary apartment on Main Street as I witnessed my first runner's world race with waves of runners just going by my window. Now, I had seen clips of Olympic runners before and Boston Marathon and things like that, so I had Seen you know races on TV before, and have seen that nearly everyone on the side who isn't running is either helping the runners or encouraging them along in some way. And I guess with my lack of of race experience, I hadn't really put this together before. But while watching out of my seminary apartment window, I noticed that people on the side were doing the same thing, and I had the realization that that's just something that happens at most, if not all, races. So even though I still would not call myself a runner by any means, I've witnessed a few more races and I've really grown to appreciate the level of encouragement and support that people will generally express to the runners as they go by. Now, encouragement and support is one of the main themes of today's scripture passage. And in knowing that this passage aligned with Runner's World Weekend, I couldn't help but have the image come to mind of someone on the side of the race course encouraging runners to, to go by as they continue onwards. So if the Apostle Paul could have been doing this in person for Timothy, his protege in his faith and church building, during Timothy's faith journey, Paul would have done that. Except things are pretty dire for Paul as he's writing this letter to Timothy. See, Paul is writing this letter from a prison in Rome. He has been locked up again, and this time we don't exactly know why, but Paul seems to think that this one could mark the end. In the first chapter of this letter, Paul states that many of his followers have turned away from him perhaps upon learning that he was in prison again and that they didn't want to associate with someone with a criminal's reputation, perhaps feeling more alone than he ever has before, he also doesn't think he'll make it out of this prison alive. Towards the end of the letter, in fact, picking up right where our reading left off, Paul writes, the time of my departure has come. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. From now on, there is reserved for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give me on that day. He all but says here that he thinks he's going to die. Later on, he invites Timothy to come see him, probably for a final time, but we really don't know if that happens. So, the words that we heard in today's reading could very well be the final words that Paul speaks to Timothy. Now, we know that someone's last words carry a lot more weight than something that's said on any old day, right? So let's take that into account when reading this passage. Any encouragement that we hear from Paul is him giving that last push of motivation to last Timothy through his own entire race of faith. Perhaps the strongest being this week's watchword, which we read a little bit earlier, proclaim the message, be persistent whether the time is favorable or unfavorable, convince, rebuke, and encourage with the utmost patience in teaching. Paul isn't just cheering Timothy along, it's almost as if he's urging him along, willing him to finish the race. But before he says great lines like that, and there are a lot of them in this passage, there's something that he does first and foremost in this entire letter, and also in today's reading that I want to focus on. He reminds Timothy of who brought him up in faith and who made him who he is today. He says, but as for you, Timothy, continue in what you have learned and firmly believe, knowing from whom you learned it. So he reminds Timothy of who has supported him, and who will always support him, whether they are physically there with him or not. He reminds him of who he would see standing alongside his journey of faith, his race of faith, if he were to look left or right along that course, encouraging him each step of the way to carry on in his faith. As Paul recalls in the beginning of the letter, for Timothy, these people are, of course, Paul, his teacher, But it was also his grandmother, Lois, and his mother, Eunice, who are both mentioned by name in the very beginning of this letter. So when things are good or bad, or as Paul puts it, when times are favorable or unfavorable, Timothy can look to these people for support and remember them for motivation to keep the faith and proclaim the good news of Christ to others in word and deed. Now, I know that many people, many of us might do that in different ways in our lives, right? When we have a bad day, we have those people that we think of that we can turn to to make that day a little better. We might have a purpose or cause that we fight for when we remember the legacy of a loved one who has passed. We make a certain choice because we know someone close to us would just want it to be that way. And I would bet that we have people that come to mind, maybe even the same people in our lives, when we think about our faith too and supporting our faith journey. So let's think about those people now. Who was it that brought you up in faith? Who introduced you to Jesus? Who brought you here to Edgeboro? Who got you involved in service or in ministry here at the church or somewhere else in the community? Who motivates you to keep going and stay involved? Who now or in the past inspires your faith? While on the race of faith, if you were to look to the side, who would be there cheering you on each step of the way? Are there names and faces coming to mind? I would think so. Family, friends, maybe teachers, school and Sunday school teachers, church members, pastors. Maybe some of those people are in this room today. Maybe some have been gone from this world for a while. Maybe some are people that you haven't thought of in years. From the beginning of the church through today, people have needed love and support from others to live and grow in their faith. And we see that shown in today's reading. It didn't matter that Jesus had only died a couple decades ago versus a couple millennia ago. Or that the church was new or the church has been around for a really long time. It doesn't matter the time frame. We all need that. So let's allow Paul's words to Timothy remind us of the support we have from others for our faith. And then let it remind us that we should be grateful for that. So thanks be to God that we never have to go through life alone. That we all have people on the side of the course of our faith journey, of our race of faith, encouraging us along and loving us each step of the way And may we be grateful for all of those people. Amen. We are grateful for those people. We are grateful for God's gifts of whom those people are a part of. Those people are definitely God's gifts. But we are grateful for many more gifts from God as well. And so one of many ways in which we can respond is through the offering of our gifts.
2: we bow for prayer dearest lord we celebrate that you have chosen us to live the life that you have designed for us you have hidden joy in our lives that is revealed when we follow your path we ask to enter your household and the doors are opened to peace within thank you for all you have provided and will provide thank you for that which we recognize comes from you and all that is freely given without title. We return to you only a portion and ask that you bless its use. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Please be seated.
0: I have a few prayer joys and concerns to share with you all, and afterwards, I would open it up to any of you who have any prayer joys or concerns to share, uh, to please do so if you feel called and led. Uh, First, I understand it is uh, someone's birthday today, and so we give thanks uh, for Betty Grebs, who turns 92 today. so happy birthday, Betty. I see you in the back there. <laughs> uh, other prayers uh, for joy as well. Uh, Jesse and Jim Buchen, uh share that uh, Dan Buchin, after uh, uh, being away uh, in his service in the Army, is now back home. And so we rejoice with them as well upon Dan's return home. Uh, A couple prayer concerns to share with you all. Uh, First, we lift up prayers of peace for uh, the Reese family. Uh, Kat Reese, who is Mike Reese's uh, wife, Uh, her mother, Madeline Nolan, passed away on Monday uh, in Connecticut, and I believe the services were yesterday. So please lift up uh, Kat Reese's family in your prayers upon their loss. And also lift up the Nagel family in your prayers as well. As Shirley Nagel passed away on Monday at the age of 92 in her home. Uh, her service will be on Monday, October 28th. Uh, the time is yet to be determined, uh, but most likely it will be in the morning at 11 a.m. at Can Tell Me Long Funeral Home on Monday the 28th. <laughs> Lastly, I share with you that Nancy Zuli was in the hospital on Wednesday after injuring her knee. Uh, she is now uh, has move, uh, temporarily moved uh, to uh, a Blau Rehab Center uh, on Linden and Market Streets, uh, where she will be there rehabbing her knee for at least uh, some extended period of time. So please keep the Zulis in your prayers at this time as well. Are there any other joys and concerns that, that you would like to share with us? How might we pray for you today? Yes, okay. Absolutely. We'll certainly keep Joe in our prayers. We'll keep Stefan, your son, in our prayers, and, and you in our prayers as well. Any other joys or concerns to share at this time? Yeah, Marcia. So we keep your friend Peg in our thoughts and prayers in the midst of her rehab. Oh, Blake. I'll offer a mixed bag.
3: Trayton is off crutches and has his immobilizer removed but on his knee, but still has two months of rehab before he's court ready for basketball.
1: Uh Gareth hasn't been in the hospital for a year and a half, so that's pretty mm.
3: Still needs your prayers. And Paul is having thumb surgery on Thursday. Just like some football players. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> perhaps the uh, quarterback of the New Orleans Saints has uh, some surgeons on speed dial or something like that. But we certainly lift up uh, prayers of joy and, uh, and, and healing for many members of your family this week. Any others? Gloria. Gloria. So, so we keep in mind. I think it is widely known that October is, is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, and we thank you, Glory, for sharing with us over twenty years surviving uh, from that. So prayers of Thanksgiving for that as well. Hey, Val. Uh, I Joy. Um, Josh Schwartz was on our prayer list. He's uh, his
3: nephew, and um, he was uh, had a very rare, strange occurrence where his liver just stopped. Funding. And miraculously, everything just started functioning, and he was officially taken off the uh, transplant list this week at his arts appointment on Friday. Everything is functioning, and we all, you know.
0: When, when we have no explanation, sometimes the best response is thanks be to God. Amen. <laughs> and that's it. So we, we certainly lift up Josh in our prayers, prayers of joy this time around as uh, healing, healing happens. So uh, thank you for sharing that update. Any others? Okay. We will certainly keep Christian in prayer as well. Helene. Certainly, do so. That is a, a lot for one person to learn in one day and for one family to deal with as well. So, we'll certainly keep them in our prayers, too.
4: Yeah.
0: So, we'll keep Lori Hefner and family in prayer upon the passing of her father. <laughs> yes, Gail's shoulder still on the mend, but glad she can play did <laughs> Joe. Please, (laughs) I want it gone. (laughs) Absolutely. We'll certainly keep all those things in prayer and thankful for all of our reminders of community and family as well. Uh, On that note, with all that has been mentioned and everything still on our minds, let us come to our God in prayer. Holy and wonderful God, we give you thanks for your listening ear. We thank you that you are God that is a part of our, our, of our lives, that cares about what is going on, uh, that rejoices with us in joyful times, and is there with us in, in, in the depths of our lows. Uh, Lord, we give you thanks for being with us each and every day, and we hope, Lord, that we can continue to be aware and mindful of your presence with us. We thank you for the many joys that that, that people in our church family are experiencing. Uh, we thank you for milestones and different opportunities to, to see the world in new ways. And Lord, we are also mindful of those who are going through times of loss and who are receiving new diagnosis and uh, our in need of your healing touch in rehab and in hospitals. Uh, Lord, we thank you for those who reach out and care for those and us in our times of need. Uh, Lord, we know there are, other, uh, there are many other concerns and joys in which people live through each and every day. And we thank you that, that you are with them and that we have an opportunity to show that to them and share that good news with them as well. So we thank you, Lord, for hearing our prayers that have been spoken, and we know, Lord, that there are many prayers that have yet to be spoken that are still on our minds, and so hear us now as we lift up the prayers of our minds and our hearts to you in this moment of silence. Bless and comfort each of us as we run the race that is set before us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. As we remember the support that we have for one another and that God has for us as we do the work of ministry, let us stand and sing our closing hymn together, number 751, in our blue books of worship, God of grace and God of glory. Sisters and brothers, keep the faith and take heart. Know that in favorable and unfavorable times, there are those that have gone before you, that have shown you the way, and that there are those with us now that support us and encourage us. So go in peace and in God's wisdom and courage to love and serve in God's name. Go in peace. Amen.